And lately, I don't know what it is, it doesn't do it all the time, just once in a while, shortly after I started up, while it was still cool, when I'm sitting at a stop sign or a stop light, it's in neutral, all by itself, it would be able to decide, the engine will decide to go, zoom, 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 zoom. And when you say, when you say zoom, 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 that means it's surging, the RPMs yeah, are going like up and down, up and down? Yeah, it'll, it'll go up maybe... 3,000 revs, I mean, 300 revs, and then drop back. Well, I, I spent part of the weekend trying to prevent the MG from doing that, because it was doing exactly the same thing. I get to his house last Saturday, and he says, I've got this thing running like a dream. Oh, man. So we start it up, and it says it does the following. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a dream, huh? Well, that, that was the warm-up period. That's the warm-up period. Yeah. So does this go away, David, after like a minute or two? Yeah. And does it do it whether the car is cold or warm? No, only when it's cold. Shortly only after. when it's cold. Yeah, just right after it's been started up. And this is the biggest problem you have? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> Isn't yeah. that nice? <laughs> Isn't that great? He's almost giddy. It, it's such a weird thing, and I'm going, what is this car doing? Yeah, but see, that's because you live in paradise, David. And in paradise, you expect everything to be absolutely perfect and i don't uh, it's okay yeah if i want to get perfection i've got to get this straightened out well it okay. sounds like you have a vacuum leak hmm. and the thing that's most suspect is the bellows that connects the air mass meter to the throttle body Ooh. you could even have you could be lucky and i'm sure you will be lucky enough to you have will be, of course He's a loose clamp there are two clamps that hold the ends of this onto there respective uh, 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 ends, ends. There you go. <laughs> and it's possible that one of the clamps is loose and then once the thing heats up it solves the, the vacuum leak goes away hmm, okay because or you could or you could have a up. vacuum operated switch that's supposed to be running uh for example your uh canister purge solenoid and and there's a vacuum leak there and when when the thing is cold it makes it surge because there's a vacuum leak in evidence then it warms up the switch shuts it off you're going to have to find somebody who's willing to pinch off vacuum hoses when the engine is cold and find out which one is causing this thing to happen. And as soon as you pinch it off with like a needle-nose pliers, uh -huh. the, the surging will go away, and then you've got to trace it back and find out what the source of the What's vacuum is. What's that connected to? Uh -huh. But I, I would first check those two clamps on the, uh, uh, on the air mass meter. Okay. But I'm more inclined to believe that it is, it is a vacuum, thermally operated vacuum switch okay. that's at fault. Not that I have any idea where it is. Well, there's a philosophical issue here of whether David should even bother to find out what's wrong. Because then he'll have to go looking for another problem to solve. Well, I mean, maybe he should be getting prepared for something less than perfection. I mean, I mean, perfection is good, but, I mean, come on. If you don't have a little bit of adversity in your life, and this is, if this is it... right. You'll never, you'll never develop any character. You won't, you won't develop any character. I would say try to live with it and see if you can do it without having sleepless nights and stuff like that. Well, this is just exactly the right amount of adversity that I need. Well, that's right. That's and why I'm saying. You might want to leave it alone. That, I, I, I would leave it alone. <laughs> just let it do what it does. And then you, when, it, when it solves itself every day, you can just say, thank God, it's okay. I'm glad I got the two best philosophers as well as the two best. <laughs> Great. Fans. David, I wish you the very best. Okay, guys, come on out and visit us sometime. Uh, we will. <laughs> See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
1-888-CAR-TALK. That's 888 Is it true that if you have no problems, then you'll go looking for them? Oh, yeah. I mean, this guy has no idea how lucky he is. Yeah, He's never serious. driven a 63 mm. Dodge Dart or a 52 MG or a 74 Chevy, where if you turn the key and it starts, you say, how the heck did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a little 300. Yeah. Well, when, like you said, when you live in paradise, you've got to, you've got to go looking for the nitpicky stuff. Jeez. And, uh, he doesn't know how lucky he is. Hello, you're on Car Talk. Hi, this is Faith from Kenmore, Washington. Faith. Hi, Faith. Hi. That's Good. a nice name, isn't Kenmore, it? Kenmore. Is that where they make the washing machines and the <laughs> dishwashers and all that? No, I don't think so. So what's up, Faith? What brings you here? Just blind Faith or what? Uh, um, <laughs> actually, I have um, a, a very frustrating car problem and also an interesting personal tidbit for you. So yeah. you tell me what you want first. Everything. Just go. Just you, spill you, your guts. You do whatever you Tell us the choose. car problem first. Okay, I'll tell you the car problem first. I drive a 92 Camry wagon. I have a problem with the automatic.